Solar panels have become a poster child for the renewable energy industry, and more and more of these panels are appearing in our urban environments each day. Yet despite this major step in our shift toward cleaner energy, the inconvenient methods by which we store solar energy has prevented the technology from being used more widely. In the United States, we currently have about 98 gigawatts of rooftop solar, but less than a single gigawatt of distributed energy storage. I am your host, Mike Lake, and today we will be learning about the challenges of implementing solar energy. In this preview, I am speaking with Jen Gallegos about how the company she works for, Yotta Energy, has developed a solution that could allow solar power to become far more convenient and commonplace. Innovation. Resiliency. Discovery. Join Mike Lake, President and CEO of Leading Cities, as we explore the technologies shaping the possibilities of our future with a preview of tomorrow. Hello and welcome, Jen. Thank you so much for joining us. And, and once again, I do want to thank all of you, our listeners and viewers. Um, it's my pleasure to introduce you to Jen Gallegos, the Director of Programs and Communications at Yada Energy, a renewable energy storage company that provides cost-effective, scalable, distributed, and smart energy storage solutions. So, Jen, before we dive into you know this this whole industry and and specifically uh, the work you do, tell us how did you come about working in this field? Yeah. Thanks. Uh, first off, thank you, uh, Mike and, and team for having us uh, on air today. We're really excited to be part of the Cell City program, uh, the 2021 cohort. Um, so in terms of, you know, how I got here, I've always been interested in, say, climate tech, even before it was a, a career choice. Uh, I remember when I graduated um, from Stanford, we were the first class that had environmental engineering um, as a degree. And uh, my path has gone from purely engineering to wanting to, to get involved in the, the startup ecosystem. And uh, at the time I was living in Austin, Texas and really liked what uh, Yada Energy was doing. So I uh, reached out and um, you know, offered to, to help. And now I'm you know, here today in front of you as a director of programs and communications. Well, congratulations on that journey. I, I want to start by just educating me and, and our audience on on this whole industry. I mean, I think we all are familiar with, you know, solar and concept, but are we really familiar with the details? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what, what, I mean, what is the opportunity that's out there and, and why are we not capitalizing on it? Yeah, you know, that's a really great um, question because we hear a lot about, you know, renewable energy and, you know, solar and wind overtaking um, fossil fuel-based generation. And that's all great. Uh, you know, certainly solar, wind, uh, other renewable generation is, is absolutely part of our carbon emissions reduction plan. But we have to be able to capture these free electrons, if you will, uh, for times when the sun isn't shining, for example. One way we can do that is with energy storage. Um, and right now, energy storage um, is not something that most people do because it's 
not very cost-effective. Total installation costs are uh, enormous, and so you don't see a lot of wide-scale adoption. And when we talk about um, the opportunity here, I, I mean, I know it said that about 98 gigawatts, and and these are probably numbers that I know I I have no real concept of what a gigawatt is, and in, in comparison, but 98 gigawatts of rooftop, rooftop solar um, it, it already exists in the U.S. Um, but I've seen where there's a untapped potential of as much as 145 gigawatts of additional solar capacity out there on on just commercial rooftops. Um, so uh, recognizing that less than half, uh, less than five percent of commercial rooftops actually have solar uh, energy being produced. So what what is the challenge? Why why is there not a greater adoption rate? Yeah, that's uh, you know really something that's tied to uh, total installed uh, system costs, um, and it's also tied to that you know upfront say infrastructure costs to do that. Um, however. Uh, you know, if we can find a way to reduce those total installed system costs, if we can find a way to, say, distribute energy storage so it's not in one centralized location, say, for a large solar or wind farm, then maybe we can we can crack the, the, the energy storage code and provide it uh, at affordable prices to more people. So... <clears throat> Let's talk a little bit now about Yada Energy. Um, maybe we start by just explaining exactly what it is and what it does. Sure, sure. So, so Yada Energy, uh, we are a, a company headquartered in Austin, Texas, and we provide um, scalable, cost-effective, uh, and distributed energy storage solutions. So basically what that means is we provide energy storage um, for say sub one megawatt hour type um, installations so that we can build the future of distributed energy. And and maybe dive a little deeper for us into what is distributed energy for those who might not be aware. Sure, sure. So um, distributed energy. So right now, if you look at the grid, the grid is connected to uh, centralized say energy generation and centralized energy storage and that's located in one area say a, of a particular city or town uh, what distributed energy is uh, say imagine every uh, commercial rooftop in a particular block uh, or square mile if you will imagine if every rooftop had solar plus on you know added to that solar you'd have energy storage and so you have these building blocks of energy storage throughout your city uh, to supplement these central energy posts that may be located um, at farther distances from each other. So prior to uh, Yada, what what was the option? It was a massive storage, uh, you know, asset. Exactly. So uh, you would think um, these large container systems that you see. Um, or I don't know if people have been to a, a food truck court, but sometimes you'll see these um, train sort of containers 
-hmm. that size of container is what a typical centralized energy storage system starts out. And usually it's multiple size, you know, multiple of those containers put together to, to form energy storage, uh, say at the utility scale. So they're providing lots of storage for a utility client. So the storage, I mean, when we're talking about harnessing the power of, of solar in this case, um, I mean, the storage component of it is is a massive uh, piece of the effectiveness and the, the utility of that energy. Um, and so when, you, when you're talking about those traditional storage devices that um, – I mean, they, they're they are large, <laughs> they're mm -hmm. huge. Um, and if you're talking about multiple of them, you, you're, you end up with a space issue, I would imagine, in a lot of places uh, where either you're taking space away from uh, adding more solar panels or you're stuck not finding a space uh, to actually accommodate uh, the storage devices. Is that accurate? Yeah, so that's absolutely the case. You end up with space constraints. So, so where are you going to find the real estate to do that? You end up with uh, utility um, uh, constraints. So now you have to bring on a team of, you know, civil engineers, geotechnical folks to do trenching, to put, you know, HVAC, to put fire suppression. So all these disciplines, you've got an architect who's now got to design the site um, potentially drainage concerns wherever your your large say container uh, systems are going. So it 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 creates lots of uh, again tasks that drive up the the installation costs for these exact systems that you know we need more of. We need more energy storage. And and the Yana Energy device is you know not only and I'm using my words, I'm sure, feel free to change them, but not only, um, you know, easier to install and, and more space efficient, but it actually can slip right under a panel, right? So that you're not even taking up any additional real estate. Um, you're actually maximizing the real estate that's already being used by the panels themselves. Yes, that's correct, Mike. So think of it as the size of a, a briefcase um, or a computer or your laptop bag and it integrates so that it fits into the same ballast racking system that your solar PV module fits in. So your, um, you know, Yada Solar Leaf, the, the energy storage component fits into the racking, the solar module goes right on top of it um, and is connected to, to our inverter and it's a plug and play system. So no, you know, special technical folks needed, no specialized training needed. Um, it's really a, a very simplified process. In other words, even I could do it. Even, yeah, <laughs> even you could do it. Even you could do it, yeah. So we've talked a lot about commercial buildings. Uh, obviously, uh, the work that Leading Cities does, this could apply to government buildings. Um, what about the future and the application for homes? Yeah, so so residential, you know, that's certainly one of the markets that we're looking at um, right now, or, or I guess, you know, in terms of future, yes, the, the vision is to have um, Yada's energy storage solution available to, to residential type uh, customers or clients. Um, and we're actively, you know, looking to, to develop that product uh, into something that 
you know, it's something that customers are, are, are wanting. And give me a sense of, you know, a, a world without Yada Energy. Uh, you know, what's what's the fear? What's what's the alternative? Yeah, so the fear is that we won't be able to tap into the vast amount of renewable energies that we have available to us today. Um, you know, Yada's technology is not something 10 years out, five years out, it's not even one year out, it's it's available today. And so the fear is if we don't start taking action and, and decisive action, then we aren't gonna meet our climate goals because we aren't meeting our energy storage goals. Um, mm. That That's really the biggest fear. And so I'm gonna spin that around and, and let's now look at the positive. Let's say, you know, five, 10, whatever 20 years from now um you know there's a essentially a yada's uh, energy storage device under every solar panel in the world what does that mean what what does that mean to an individual or to a community or to the world at large yeah so on the you're right on the flip side of that if we do have say a yada type solution on every rooftop uh, then you're looking at things like um you know, distributed energy always paired with solar or wind. Um, you're looking at a, a future where if there's a power outage for whatever reason, if it's natural disaster caused, if it's a public safety power shutoff, you would have a resiliency battery backup solution available to you. Um, it also means that our existing grid is enhanced by these distributed energy assets. Um, in other words, if something happens where the grid can't handle a certain load, these distributed energy resources, such as Yada's energy storage, could be used to, to help the grid in those scenarios. You know, and ultimately it's replacing or eliminating fossil fuel peaker mm -hmm. plants. It's enabling more EV charging infrastructure, which we all know is coming because we oh, need yeah. Um, and it's turning any building into its own power plant. And so when we, we think about this, um, there's almost seemingly limitless applications or opportunities with it. I mean, in terms of the amount of energy we could be producing, we have access to now, we're just not harnessing. Correct, correct. Yeah, that's really it. We, we need a way to store energy um, in, in renewable energy, and this is one way that we can do it, especially as we begin to electrify our grid. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, I, I mean, this is such a huge topic, such a huge opportunity, literally for the entire world. I, we could keep going on. Unfortunately, these interviews uh, just passed too quickly. But I do want to know, how, how can we learn more and, and stay in contact? Yes, absolutely. So uh, if anyone uh, is interested in reaching out, please do so at marketing at yadaenergy.com. That's marketing, M-A-R-K-E-T-I-N-G at yadaenergy, Y-O-T-T-A-E-N-E-R-G-Y.com. And please let us know that you heard us uh, here on the Preview of Tomorrow podcast. We'd love to know. Fabulous. 
Jen, thank you so much for joining us. I, I really thank you and the whole team for the work you're doing to help us to harness and, and make the most use of the energy available to us. Um, and we look forward to seeing your success. Thanks so much, Mike, uh, you and the Acela City team for having us. We really appreciate it. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Preview of Tomorrow. Listeners like you are essential to advancing our efforts to drive resiliency and sustainability for all. I ask that you give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever streaming platform you prefer. Your feedback helps us to grow and share these brief previews of what life in the future can be. In addition to thanking our guests today, I want to thank Peter Roy and Demetria Bridges for making this podcast possible. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and encourage others to also join us each week in previewing the possibilities of tomorrow. Preview of Tomorrow is brought to you by Leading Cities, a global nonprofit driving resilience and sustainability for all by unleashing the potential of the world's cities. Join them at leadingcities.org.